Welcome to Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA. We have a fantastic guest with us today. He has a fantastic book. Larry Tracy's with us today. Bring Home the Bacon, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations that Get Buy-In from Any Audience. And he joins us today here on Skype Audio, here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Now, um... Mr. Tracy, uh, give us a little bit on your background, my friend, before we get started uh, talking about the book. Well, I guess the main characteristic is I'm a retired Army colonel, and I did a lot more speaking than shooting. I did a lot of uh, briefing, probably more than most people did. I was senior intel briefer to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff during some uh, very crisis-ridden period in the Cold War. And uh, a couple of assignments later, I was deeply involved in our our policy in Central America during the Reagan administration, and well, I was in the office of the Secretary of Defense, but I was doing all the speaking for OSD at that time as well, and ultimately the White House then said over to the State Department, and uh, in the next three years, I gave uh, over 300 presentations and debates around the country, many of them to, uh, let's say, difficult and uh, actually many hostile audiences, especially in college campuses. And that's where I developed the system that I've now put into the book. We've got a fantastic guest with us today here on BGE, Larry Tracy. He's the author of Bring Home the Bacon, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations that Get Buy-In from Any Audience. And uh, we're pleased to welcome a rather unique guest to our program today. Now, of course, uh, Larry Tracy, uh, let's talk about this book. This book is absolutely amazing. Congratulations on the book. The testimonials read like a who's who of high-level government officials, starting with President Reagan. Really impressive. Uh, give the audience here uh, just a, a, a brief overview of the writing process of your book and uh, just tell us how, how you came to put this book together. Well, actually, after I retired from the Army, James, I, I realized that I had experience that uh, very few people had in dealing with uh, these difficult audiences, and I became a speech coach. And I was doing that with uh, government agencies, businesses, and eventually got into the fact of working with companies that had to make oral presentations to the government for in uh, their proposals for contracts. And 2003, I wrote a, a book called The Shortcut to Persuasive Presentations, but I, I never really marketed it. It was basically a, a takeaway for my workshops. But gradually, as I went on and on in this, I, I felt that I had an experience that perhaps could be shared with other people because I had developed a program, a system, I should say, almost out of survival, because I was going out speaking to these difficult audiences, and, you know, there's an old expression that necessity is the mother of invention. Well, these difficult audiences were the parents of what I came to call the S3P3 system. That's pillars of substance, structure, and style supporting a pyramid of planning, practicing, and presenting. And that is basically the system that I uh, developed and is the heart of the book. Uh, the title, Bring Home the Bacon, uh, came about in a rather curious way. I'm a member of the Project Management Institute of Washington. I'm probably the only one who is not a project manager, but they are the ones that have to make these presentations. And I was asked to do a dinner speech. And about a few days before, they called me and said, hey, we're just going to press. We don't have a title. What, what should we call your talk? And I said, and it just came off the top of the head, I said, let's call it Bring Home the Bacon. 
And the fellow said, hey, that's a great title. And I said, yeah, it really is. But it wasn't any thought. It just, just came spontaneously. And then I developed the workshop on that. And when I decided to do the book, and I must say my wife was the one that pushed me hard to write the book because she said you can reach a lot more people with a book than you can just by speaking. And that's uh, how it came about, and then I developed it. And the book is basically an exposition of this S3P3 system. We've got a fantastic guest with us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. We are very pleased to welcome a rather unique guest to our program, Larry Tracy, retired colonel from the United States Army, who during the crisis years of the Cold War during the Reagan administration was a senior intelligence briefer to the Joint Chiefs of Staffs. He was assigned by the White House to the State Department to defend and debate controversial policies all over the country. He attended the U.S. Army Command and Staff College at Fort Leavenworth and the Inter-American Defense College at Fort McNair in Washington, D.C., one of his primary areas of focus was Latin American policy. He joins us today here in a broadcast, the book, Bring Home the Bacon, how to deliver persuasive presentations that get buy-in from any audience. Now, uh, before we get to some of the aspects uh, that are the foundation for effective presentations, what you call the SP3 method, obviously you emphasize having a total grasp of the material and learning as much as possible about the target audience, but what I want to know if you... Uh, present from a script or do you use subject headings and then talk to something like a highly informed impromptu manner well i think uh, the the key of any presentation and this is something a lot of people do not follow is to have extreme preparation ahead of time that that of course comes from my my military background we uh we don't do anything spontaneously if we can avoid it. We try to know as much as we can about the situation we're in and, and how we go about. And the key of, of my presentations is something that comes and it's unique to the military, although it's spread out. That's called the murder board. And that is a simulation of what you're going to actually take place so that when you get up there to speak and do the actual presentation, in effect, you can say, I've been to this movie before. So uh, that, is, that is the key, and it's, it's a combination of being natural and spontaneous, but also being extremely well-prepared ahead of time. And I guess if there would be one word I could say to, to um, describe it all, it would be anticipation. Anticipation what the questions will be, anticipation as to what your answers will be, what type of an audience are you facing, uh, do you have troublemakers in the audience, how do you handle those, and what can you do ahead of time in order to reduce that hostility. Uh, I, I used to, when I would go on college campuses, I would call ahead of time and talk to the student organizer, and I generally I knew they were going to be opposed to our policy, so I called it my beer and pizza strategy. I'd get out a day early, take the student organizer and a couple of his friends out there to have pizza and beer. I'd get to know what they were, they were thinking, and they'd get to see me as a human being instead of a remote corporate figure from Washington. And that eased a little bit of the hostility once I got in there because they spread the word around that, hey, this is a pretty good dude. We don't have to worry about that. He knows a lot. So that, that lessened a little bit of the temperature. We've got a fantastic guest with us today. Larry Tracy joins us here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. He joins us on Skype Audio. He is the author of Bring Home the Bacon, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations that Get Buy-In from Any Audience. And he joins us today here in our broadcast. This is a two-part question. Did you fear the public speaking? And how could people overcome that phobia? Please give the audience a basic overview of the S3P3 method. 
Well, as I, I said before, it's the best way is to visualize it as three pillars, uh, substance or content and structure. There's a certain logic that is hardwired into the human brain. It can be chronological. It can be uh, a problem uh, solution. But do that. And then style. And style is, is almost indefinable. But you sort of like you see it. You know it when you see it. Uh, how a person, the choice of words, their body language, is there congruence between their body language and their content? And if there's a difference between the two, people tend to believe the, the body language, the uh, nonverbal communication. And then the, 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 I'd say 90% of the book is based on planning, practicing, and presenting. And planning means initially know what your audience's problems are so that you can then focus your presentation to solve those problems. And you, I also think there's a, an obligation, and I have a chapter in the book called The Obligations of the Presenter. When, when you're going out to speak to 20 people for an hour, that may be just an hour for you, but that's 20 people spending hours. That's a lot of time. You have an obligation as a presenter to give them the best possible information that you can, and that, that is key to start off. Then you get into the practicing, and the practicing has a couple of stages. One is just sit down or stand up in front of a, smart, a smartphone, a video camera, and, and be able to see yourself. Practice as if you're going to go and, and, and do this presentation um, with, with the audience. And then you look at yourself on that video that you've made, and you say, whew. How many times did I say, oh, and you know? And you start to correct those. And then after you've done that, then you get into this concept that I mentioned before that uh, the military pioneered back in World War II, and it's the heart of, of all of uh, military instruction and briefing, and that's called the murder board. So it's a rather macabre term, but what it really means is a very realistic simulation where you feel the heat. It's what lawyers do when they get a witness up and they put them through that so that they know what they're going to come uh, come into when they go into the, the trial. And you do that over and over. And, and then a little twist on that is that I like to do and then teach in my workshops is what I call the reverse murder board. And that's where you sit in the audience of your simulated audience and you have one of your colleagues get up and role play you, imitating your characteristics as much as possible. And then you sit down and say, wow. I'm glad I went through that because I didn't realize that I'd made that sort of a mistake. And then you rebind it, refine it. And then you get into the actual presentation. And I always advocate get there early, meet and greet, because any, as in any interaction of human beings, it's the relationship. Can you establish some sort of rapport? Have you been able to do things ahead of time by calling the people, the organizers, find out in depth what their their concerns are so you can tailor your presentation to that? And that's, that's the way I, I, I go through. The entire book is based on, on the three Ps. And I, I just think that the reason I did it, I say in the title, uh, be able to persuade and get buy-in from any audiences, I wanted to develop a system that could be applied to anything going from a wedding toast to a rotary club to a board of directors meeting or making a presentation for a contract. And it, it's, it's one that can be, you can, you can f find it and apply it to any group at all when you do that. You don't have to learn a new system. I, I guess the way to visualize it would be I'm giving you a bucket and you just pour your information into that bucket and it comes out as a winning oral presentation.
We've got a great guest with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, Larry Tracy. He's the author of Bringing Home the Bacon. Bring home the bacon, ladies and gentlemen. How to deliver persuasive presentations that get buy-in from any audience. And uh, following his retirement from the Army, he became an in-demand speech coach. And now his first book is out. We're talking about it today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. Bring home the bacon. How to deliver persuasive presentations. Get buy-in from any audience. We welcome Larry Tracy to the broadcast. Now, Larry, um, please address two aspects of the book. First, do you believe this book will benefit people of all backgrounds in any many different situations? Second, I noticed Bring Home the Bacon is written in a highly compact form. Can we assume this comes from your Army training where Gravity is the key to communications. Oh, it really is. We you can't waste uh, time. Briefings in the military can many times depend on a life and death situation. So um, there's a term that is used in the in the military uh, called bottom line up front. Now I have a pro- I think the concept is excellent. You get right to the point. You don't uh, develop it. It's not like a a mystery novel. Uh, but there's a problem too, and that is in the military now. We put everything into abbreviations, and bottom line up front comes out as bluff. And the first time I heard that, it wasn't prevalent when I was in the Pentagon, but I did a program several years ago for the Joint Chiefs of Staff for lieutenant colonels, colonels, Navy equivalent command. And a lieutenant colonel from the Air Force came over to break, and he said, boy, this is just great timing. He said, because I have to go up and brief and bluff the chairman tomorrow. And I looked at him, I said, Bluff? He said, yeah, what you've been teaching us, bottom line up front, you know, get right to the point. I said, don't don't use the word bluff. I said, people would hear that, they would think you're going up and giving wrong information. You're, you're de- deceiving the chairman. He said, oh, he said, you're thinking B-L-U-F-F. I'm saying B-L-U-F. I just left and I said, listen to what it sounds. So in all of my dealings with military, I always say, Follow the concept of bottom line up front, but please, please don't use that acronym. You're going to be misleading people. But it said get to the point. Don't and a briefing is not like a, a, a presentation of any sort where you lose use a lot of fluff. It's get right to that point. Get the essential information to the people so that decisions can be made. And now that would transfer to business presentations as well. CEOs need what is what is the critical matter right now, market share, how are they going, what are their numbers, and, and get to that point. I think you, you'll find that if you do that, you're going to be successful. And, and one of the things that I, I find really interesting about public speaking, if a person is a good speaker, there's a thing that psychologists call the halo effect. A good speaker will be perceived as highly intelligent, very much of the go-to person. And so there's nothing that can increase the perception of a person's skill than being a good speaker. I can't think of any other, any other area that, that would do that so quickly. So if you want to impress your boss, best thing is to become a better speaker. They'll then give you other assignments, and that will be putting you on the fast track. We've got a great guest with us today. Larry Tracy joins us here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy. He has a fantastic book. It's called Bring Home the Bacon, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations to Get Buy-In from Any Audience. And he joins us today here on our broadcast. And uh, Larry, your book, absolutely amazing. You've put a lot of time and effort into this book. 
Um, I would like to talk about your method of drafting presentations uh, backwards, you mentioned. But before we get into that, will you please share an incident where you basically got savaged by the audience or everything went wrong? Tell us what you learned and how you recovered from that experience, Larry. Well, actually, um, I was still in the Pentagon. The transfer had not yet been uh, completed, the bureaucracy slowly. But I got a call from the State Department Public Affairs. They knew I was coming over. And they had a request from a West Coast university for a speaker. And in the previous semester, the State Department speaker had been booed off the platform, had not even been allowed to talk. And he came back, and I, I happened to know him, and he was a very good person. And he said we should never dignify that, that university with a, a speaker. But one of the senators from that state was a fraternity brother of the people who were organizing it, and he intervened, and he told State Department, I want State Department represented, or I want the government represented. So they called me and asked me to come out uh, to go and do it. And then, of course, they, they stroked me. There was no question about it. They said, you're probably the only person in Washington that could handle an audience like this. I knew I was being gamed, but, of course, I said, okay, I'll go. And I got out there, and I was I was sort of shocked that the uh, reaction that was there it was uh, such hostility. I, I think I came out okay. But after that, that's when I developed my technique of beer and pizza. I would call ahead of time, talk to the student. I would find out who, what was their attitude, uh, how did they uh, perceive our policy. And I'd get out there early, take them out, uh, two or three of them for pizza and beer, pick up the tab. I'd learn a lot about them, and as I said before, they'd learn a bit about me. So preparation was absolutely key. And you'll, if you do get hostility in an audience and you have people shouting at you, one of the things is maintain your cool, and you can answer that in a calm way. I'll give you one other instance of that. I was asked to go to St. Louis University and speak. Uh, St. Louis is a Jesuit uh, university. I'm a graduate of a Jesuit college, St. Joe's in Philadelphia. And when I went out there, uh, I found out there had been a demonstration by the Jesuit seminarians called scholastics against me appearing on the campus and so as i was uh, speaking i tried to develop rapport showing that i had been in the same situation they had i was a business major at saint joe but i had to take so many courses in philosophy and i said now years later i can't balance my checkbook but i learned how to think so pay attention to what the jesuits are teaching you well then a young man in the front row black suit roman collar jumped up and he said, it turned out he was the leader of the demonstrations against me. He said, uh, you, you, sir, have, we have taught you forensics well, but you are a liar. And I've never been called a liar in my life. And the audience, by that time, I had some good rapport with them, and I think they were shocked at it. And I looked at him, and I said, are you uh, ordained a priest, or are you a scholastic? He said, I'm a scholastic. I said, yeah, I thought so. The lack of civility of your question shows you haven't learned enough to enter into the church's greatest teaching order. Well, with that, the room exploded with laughter at that, and he stormed out of the place. But that was uh, an error to me. If I had responded in some negative manner to him, the audience would have sided with him, not with me. So that's a key Anytime you're dealing with tough audiences. Maintain your cool. I think that was the main lesson I learned from that instant. 
A great guest with us today, uh, Mr. Larry Tracy joins us. He's the author of Bring Home the Bacon, How to Deliver Persuasive Presentations to Get Buy-In from Any Audience. He joins us today here on Build, Grow, and Enjoy, the BGE Radio Network out of Atlanta, GA, here on Skype Audio. Um, now, you've got this amazing presentation. You've done amazing presentations. Okay, now tell us an overview of the method of drafting presentations backwards and what you call the murder board. That sounds really interesting. Tell me about it. Okay, well, the drafting backwards, from the time we've been in elementary school forward, uh, we've learned to make a presentation in the order of introduction, body, conclusion. And that stays with us from the time we're in first grade and doing show and tell and all the way through. And, and I've found that it was not, not a good way to do it. And again, this comes back to military thinking as well. What I advocate and, and teach and followed myself was to develop the presentation in what I call not the one, two, three method, but the three, one, two. In other words, when you draft your presentation, start with your conclusion. What is it that you want to get across to your audience? What is the final point? Asking for the sale. How do you clinch that? Put that on a 3x5 card, and I advocate always small 3x5 cards because if you put a put it on a try a larger card, 4x6 or 5x7, you're, you're tempted to put the history of the Western world on one card and you can't read it. So make it rather cryptic. Put it on that 3 uh, card, mark it with a 3, and then in front of that put in in conclusion. Then you take another card and you draft your opening statement, one that stipulates what you're going to be teaching, showing that you, or what you're going to be uh, uh, presenting, showing uh, that you understand the audience's problem. If necessity comes, you could do your presentation strictly with the one and the three card, but normally you'll have the chance to fill it out with supporting data, and that's a series of cards which you mark too, and that's where you put the supporting data. And it also facilitates things if you have to go to what I call the plan B, and that is you run out of time, and you get to the place where the presentation is to go and uh, to be, and you uh, are told, us, and instead of 20 minutes, you're only going to have five minutes, but it's necessary. So that's where you go with your one and three, and hopefully be able to get back and give a fuller presentation later. But it's a better way of using time, because when you use the one, two, three method, you wind up with the time barrier coming up, you get to the time of your conclusion, you don't have much time, and that's the most important of all. So uh, that, that's the way I do that. And then the other part, and the most essential part, I've already discussed it, the, the murder board, with that uh, nasty term. And, it's, and I'll tell you a story about that. I had written a lot of articles on the web about the murder board, and when you would go to Google and say murder board, my articles would pop up at the top. So when I was getting ready to write the chapter in the book, I went into Google, put in murder board, and the first article came up was from Bangalore, India, and it was from the Project Management Institute there, and they said the murder board is the key way of preparing for a presentation. It had its origins in the U.S. Army training system. It was just blatant plagiarism. Everything from my article was in there. And so I finally wanted to find my old articles. I couldn't find them in my file. So I went into Google again and said murder board slash Tracy. And up popped William Sapphires, the, the great wordsmith, former columnist of the New York Times and speechwriter. And he had a uh, book called The Dictionary of Political Terms. And under M, there was the murder board, and he described it, and then he quoted me. 
uh, on an article I had written, so I was very grateful of that. And I put that, of course, into the chapter. But those are the two key areas, James, that I think drafting backwards to give focus and thematic unity, and then murder board in order to be able to anticipate the difficulties and also hone your, your presentation skills. So you get rid of those uhs and you knows and all those fillers that are so irritating. Larry Tracy joins us today here in our broadcast. Bring home the bacon. How to deliver persuasive presentations that get buy-in from any audience. He joins us today he, here via Skype audio. Build, grow, and enjoy. You emphasize uh, practicing the presentation to avoid speaking too fast or too slow. Now, Winston Churchill used to practice his speeches in front of a mirror. How do you practice your speeches, Larry? Well, I'm, I'm opposed to uh, William, uh, Winston Churchill is my great all-time favorite of the speaking. Uh, but at that time, he didn't have smartphones and he didn't have video cameras. Uh, I'm, I do not like the idea of practicing in front of a mirror. I think it becomes very distracting, and you become somewhat robotic when you make your presentation if you've done that. But having a video camera or a smartphone and just watch and see how you are uh, delivering it, make your gestures natural, don't practice. I've seen people, and you can tell they practice. They'll say a certain word, and they want to bring their right arm up and that. Uh, but be, be natural, be authentic. Authenticity is so important for a speaker. So what I will do when I'm doing a, an important presentation, I'll just hook up the video camera, and I'll stand there, and I'll speak to it. I uh, have uh, friends or members of the family uh, there as, as an audience so I can relate to them. And then look at it on the, the video or the television and see how it was. What did I do here? Did I, did I have an inconsistency between my, uh, my gestures and my voice? And did I tend to go into what men do in the United States, and that is speak in a monotone? And, and uh, correct all those areas so that when you actually go to make your presentation, you feel you've, as I used that phrase before, you've been to that movie before, you've seen it, and now you go in there, and it also builds your confidence because speaking in front of a group remains the number one fear in the United States. Survey after survey show that, and when I do workshops, I see that. Otherwise, very, very competent, intelligent people stand up in front of a group and they freeze. And it's because of the fear of the unknown. So that's what I, I think that fear of speaking should not be your enemy. It should be your, your ally because it can provide that, that energy, that, that adrenaline flow that shows that you really care about what you're speaking, about how you can solve your audience's problem. We've got a great guest with us today. Bring home the bacon, how to deliver persuasive presentations. To get buy-in from any audience, Larry Tracy with us today. He is joining us on our broadcast today via Skype audio. He's a retired colonel from the United States Army. who During the crisis of the Cold War during the Reagan administration, was a senior intelligence briefer to the Joint Chiefs of Staff and assigned by the White House to the State Department to defend and debate controversial policies all over the country. His book, Bring Home the Bacon, how to deliver persuasive presentations that get buy-in from any audience is absolutely incredible and he joins us today here on our program now what kind of reactions have been getting to the book so far well the book's only been on kindle and it is an ebook uh for less than a month so i've gotten a couple of very very good reviews uh, people who have read it here uh, see it as 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 what i intended it to be 
a system, system, systemic and systematic method to go through. There are great some great books on presentation skills on the market. There's no question about that. But most of them are going to give ideas that you can integrate into your way. I wanted to give a system that could start right from scratch, and that is what I think people are appreciating right now. And and it's it's on uh, Amazon. And and I, one thing I wanted to bring up: people have asked me, how come you made it such a low price? Because I'm selling it at three ninety nine. I just didn't want price to be a, an obstacle. I wanted people to get this so they could be more articulate and more successful. Uh, okay, make a choice between going to Starbucks or buying a book. And uh, that's why I made that price uh, low at three ninety nine. So Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Boulder to Boulder. Tune in. iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new... Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. And, of course, uh, Build, Grow, and Enjoy today, the BGE Radio Network. Give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. Well, I think it's going to be certainly business people because there's an old saying that uh, the second business of any business is making presentations. And uh, a lot of people stumble on that. They're technically very, very proficient. I, I work with a lot of IT people. I'm I'm just in awe of what they can do, because I certainly couldn't do any of that. But then they get up to make a presentation, and they they simply uh, stumble through it. And this is not a problem unique to our time. Pericles, the, the great orator and leader of ancient Greece, said at one time, those who can think but cannot express what they think place themselves at the level of those who cannot think. And just, just think of that, all that great knowledge that a person has, but when they get up to speak, it's, uh, you know. And uh, let me just add one thing on there. I, I mention the uhs and the knows a lot. I do a little drill in the workshop. When I find a person that does have those fillers in there, which are so irritating, I'll say, okay, we're going we're gonna to institute the Greek course right now. Yeah. Back when public speaking was developed, uh, public speaking coaching in ancient Greece, that's also where the drama was in, developed, and they had people off stage who would uh, laugh when something was funny or sigh when something was sad. So in my version of the Greek course, I have a person speak for about a minute. And every time he or she says, uh, I have the rest of the people in the workshop shout at the top of their voice, uh. Or if they say, you know, I have them shout, no, we don't. And not just in an order like that. Really, <laughs> That's really fantastic. Well. This is a form of behavior modification. Next time that person gets up to speak, you can see them turn almost blue in the face, swallowing the oh, and the you know. But after a while... They remove it, and because I, I think that's the sh- the quickest way to become a better speaker is to remove us, you knows, and these other annoying filters because they can just absolutely destroy an otherwise very very good presentation. That is fantastic. I do love the uh, the, the the part of every time they say you know, have the audience shout, no, we don't. <laughs> but it's so irritating when you hear that, and it, it, it's a. What well, I'm trying to know. say is, I understand what you're saying. Consequently, I won't have to go any further detail. But after a while, it just becomes a crutch. And right. you're it. You, you see prominent political leaders on television will do that. Well, one of them, uh, the late uh, Senator Ted Kennedy, he would uh, he would say that all the time. Uh, hey, and you notice I just said, oh, that's how easy it is to f- fall into that trap. But if you can remove those, you're a better speaker automatically. And then you go in and start doing put the lessons into practice that I have in the book. 
Well, it is uh, <laughs> it is it is great stuff, my friend. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. He joins us live here on the Skype audio, Larry Tracy. He's got a great book out there, and um, so who's your target audience for this book? What was that? Who's your target audience? I'm sorry, I just had the connection lost a bit. What was that you said, James? Uh, Larry Tracy, uh, who is your target audience? Well, the target audience would be, <laughs> I guess at the more global way, anybody who has to ever speak at a PTA, at a wedding toast. But more specifically, I think that I was writing as I was uh, thinking of business people and government people, in which uh, speaking is so very important. Uh, there's There's another old anonymous saying is that uh, people may not remember a good presentation, but they never forget a bad one. And you want to avoid doing that because that could mark you all the time as someone. And, and because of the, that halo effect, it can also work in reverse. Because you've given a bad presentation at one time, people may not think you're very competent in other fields. So that, that's why being a good presenter is so central for success. Larry Tracy with us today. He joins us live here on Build, Grown, and Joy. And uh, this book, absolutely amazing. You've put a lot of time and effort into this. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, your writing style. Well, my writing style is uh, essentially I try to write the way I speak. Now, a lot of writing instructors would not agree with that, but I had an editor for the book who was uh, excellent, but she was changing some of my writing into the way it would be in a, in a classic book. And I said, no, I want this to be as if my readers are in my workshop, and I want to be conversational, and that's how I, I, I write. And I publications that I wrote when I was in the government, I did the same thing. I guess there is a difference between the two, but I did not want to produce a literary work. I wanted to produce a book that would help people to become better speakers, and I felt the, the more informal, colloquial way of speaking was, was the best way to go on that. Well, that is fantastic. I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our broadcast, my friend. My pleasure. I've enjoyed it for, with you and with your audience. Well, uh, where, where can we pick the book up at and give us a website? Well, I'll just go in, yeah, I'll just go into Amazon and the search box and type in Bring Home the Bacon, and it'll bring it up right away. And then when you have that wonderful feature that Amazon has of look inside, I go in there and you'll, uh, the first thing you'll come up with is I pose the question, why should I buy this book? What will I get out of it? And then I explain it there on a page. And then uh, recommend just look through the table of contents and... Um, Go right on through, and it'll be the planning, practicing, and presenting are the three main areas. Fantastic. Well, have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you, my friend. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And there we go. It is Build, Grow, and Enjoy.